Hey Scuttlebuds, whenever we roll into a new year, people seem to like to package their reflections into lists. There's a ton of them out there. Identifying the top five this, or the top ten that. We think they're pretty fun because one of two things is about to happen. You're either going to completely agree with that list, or you're going to crap all over it. So Liz and I came up with some of our own. Liz has a top ten things about people that annoy her. And I went all positive, if you can believe it, with a top 10 list of things I love about small town moms. We also answer listener emails and introduce a new product of the week that's going to make your garden the dopest in the hood. Why did I just say it like that? Well, you got to listen to find out. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Perez Martial Arts. Over 10 years of teaching people self-defense skills while building confidence in a sweet collection of colorful belts. And by Royal Pizza. Give yourself the royal treatment with some takeout fit for a king and queen. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hey there, folks, Scuttlebuds, as we fondly refer to you as all those out there that listen to the Scuttlebutt religiously every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. when it drops, setting your alarm clock. No, not that. You're not that aggressive about the show. Just me. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I do like to listen to the show, though, to, me too. Uh, to get, you know. Constructive kind of criticism, po- I feel like, is important. Yeah, post-mortem. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I would not have done that. I would not yes. have done this. Uh, so anyway, everybody, it's Rick Fink Jr. across the table from me, Liz Daly. And we're in the northeast corner of my basement in the Scuttlebutt studio somewhere in Medfield, Massachusetts. A small town of about 12,000 people. And we react to the overreactions of small town problems. We also go on tangents and rants as we see fit to discuss things in society mm-hmm. uh 90 of the time they do involve or relate to um the small town lifestyle and when they don't you know we're just giving each other some therapy and you're along That's for the right. ride liz how's it going good good uh speaking of small town problems i was dodging um, falling tree branches on my ride over here today. It's like Armageddon out there. Oh, yeah. We got that it's bomb crazy. cyclone. I've yes. not been out yet. Yes. So I don't recommend it. I would recommend just staying indoors. And here we are safe in the comforting arms of our studio. So, Well, I have a date with my personal trainer in about oh. 45 minutes. So, oh, geez. Okay. So I am going to have to get out there. Getting that winter bot on? Mm, yeah. <laughs> this thing. <laughs> So uh, my trainer calls me the candy man because I put on 15 pounds th- since Halloween. Well, I, if I recall, when we recorded an episode around Halloween, you admitted to hiding in your closet, stuffing your face with your <laughs> son's candy. So My daughter found the cachet of Kit Kat wrappers. I'm like, God damn. It's like the equivalent of like your child finding used needles like in your... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not quite the equivalent. I think that's it. apples and oranges. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But yes, it, we did talk about sugar being as addictive as cocaine. It is, yeah. it is. So is this your like big workout, you know, to kind of restart your routine or is this like part of your regular workout routine? Both. Okay. It, I'm just recommitting to something that's always been going. I'm just not going with the flow. I'm trying to eat right. I've, I've been mm-hmm. pre 
planning my meals and nice. stuff. But let's segue that into what I really want to talk mm, about, which sure. is cold and flu season. Oh, yes. We are in the heart of it, yeah. listeners. And it's good to have a good immune system and take care of your body through this cold and flu season, which, by the way, I think everyone's got the flu that I know except for me. Yeah. No, I I agree. My daughter was out of school for a week. Will was home yesterday. I mean, it's been crazy. There's no children's Tylenol or Motrin to be found anywhere. It's kind of frightening. Well, I, the other day... Lost my shit. Do you want to hear about it? Yeah, I would love to hear about it. <laughs> okay. In my hand, I am told I am holding two Zycam products. Mm. They look the same. They look very similar. Mm-hmm. One is a. It, I always wonder what that pronunciation is. Lo- lozenges. Yeah. It's a weird. Is it a weird word? I think it's a weird. Let's word. call it a cough drop. Yeah. But a lozenge <laughs> is. Yes, I uh, have uh, lozenges. Now, these things shorten the colds. You know, you know. I guess the science there is mm-hmm. the zinc in them will kind of protect the cells in your body or whatever. I okay. didn't, it read the side of the box real quick. <laughs> Over here, in my other hand, I have this uh, clinic, the only clinically proven cold-shortening nasal swab. Hmm. Now, this is where I lose my shit. I asked my wife, hey, I got, I got something going on in the right nostril. I want to mm-hmm. get ahead of that. And that's when you're supposed to take the Zycam. Right? Okay. This, this is what you do to shorten the, the length and, and marginalize the severity of your cold or your flu. Mm-hmm. If you get ahead of it in time. You won't, you won't uh, get rid of it, but you can mitigate it a little bit, right? Okay. And, and I, I believe in this product wholeheartedly. It works every time. So um, I asked for this. I asked for the Zycam Cough drops. Mm-hmm. And she comes home with these things, and I immediately started like doing the like the twitching, like you know, freaking out, like I'm gonna like <laughs> go ape shit. And I'm like, these aren't the, uh, but I'm being trying to be cool, you know. You're holding right. back, like, because I know I'm like, hey, you, this is one of those times like where you kind of flip, and you know, you have a point, don't have a point, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like self awareness, key feature on the show. That yes, we talk about. very much so. So to get to the point, I saw this thing. And I was like, this looks just like one of those COVID, COVID tests. tests. <laughs> and I am all done with anything related to COVID. And then I thought, these assholes just assumed that we're all lemmings and we're all just getting in line. And yeah, just stick the thing up your nose. They swirl it three times, three times the other way. Get it up higher. Tickle your brain. You know? So then I opened it. So what? So is and that I, medicine? I don't understand. Yeah, what is it, that? it's it's basically another delivery system for the medicine that was perfectly fine yeah. in the cherry flavored, wild cherry flavored lozenge, right? This is so much better. It's almost yes. like candy, right? So why would you do this? Why would you do this if this is available? Right, right. In my left, in my right hand, cough drop, same thing. Q-tip, three inches up your nose. Hmm. Why is this even on the market? See, now I'm getting I'm getting upset again. So then I gave it a half read because I was like, I really need to. This is what she got me. This is what instruction number two. With the other hand, hold the base handle and snap open the tube. Well, I did that and the whole fucking thing broke, broke. And, and got jizz all over my hands. <laughs> and I just took the thing and I body slammed it into the trash can. <laughs> and then you got in your car and went to CVS immediately. <laughs> oh immediately, I said I'm going to. And then, but I, I did a one, mm-hmm. two, three, and I walked out of my office and I said, "Hey, I'm gonna go to CVS." <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "Okay," but she heard me body slam right. that thing like 
Yeah, why would you voluntarily stick something up your nose if you didn't have to at this point? We've all done it multiple times over the past two years. I'm done. Because the people at Zycam thought, ooh, this is the trendy new thing. No, it's by by requirement. Mm -hmm. It was the only way you could have gotten tested. Right. And I think still is. Still is, yes. Well, because I'm sure Rosie and Charlie came home with COVID tests before winter break. Yeah. 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 So it's still a thing. Yeah. The funny thing is, um, I told you I body slammed that thing, threw it away in the trash, but here it is on the here table. Because after I I had my moment alone with that thing, I realized, oh, this would be good podcast content. Yes. And I yanked it out, and here I am. <laughs> but now, I'm going to throw it away. Yeah, I agree. It deserves to be in the trash. There. See you later, nasal swabs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I want to start off positive, mm-hmm. and uh, I came out with that. So I guess to find the positive, folks, there's a great product out there that doesn't advertise with us, but I'm going to pump their tires. It's called Zycam Cold Remedy. It shortens your colds, soothes sore throats and coughs. It's great tasting. It's all right there on the box. I prefer the wild cherry flavor. Take one every couple hours when you feel like that little tickle in your nose mm-hmm. or that scratch in the back of your throat, and you're like, oh, I know where this is going. Hop on that as soon as you can. That two-week cold with like a day off of work or something yeah. is going to be marginalized to about three or four days. And um, for me, it, it, it went away. It went away. Really? I caught it early enough that huh. the cold was like, I'm out of here. This dude's taking Zycam. Let's right. go. Let's um, go. Now I'm a believer. And if any listeners out there, if you work for Zycam and want to sponsor the podcast, hit us up. Smalltalkscuttlebot <laughs> at gmail.com. That's right. That's right. We, <laughs> this podcast is not cheap. So speaking of hitting us up at smalltownscuttlebot at gmail.com, we have some listener emails to share, don't we? Yeah, we do. All right. And thank you guys for reaching out. We love engaging with you. We love to hear your thoughts. Um, and so we wanted to bring some of our listener email topics to the podcast today. We can't read all of them. We can't get to everybody, but we will personally respond to all of you. Don't worry. Yeah, I feel like if we get some of the best ones, yeah. just pick them out. A lot of a lot of redundancies, too. People want to talk about the same thing. So, yes. So uh, here's one from a guy named Cassidy. That's a guy's name, right? It's a girl's name. It is? Mm-hmm. I mean, the only... People I know named Cassidy are female. But I don't want to make any assumptions. It's, you know, 2023. Well, Cassidy, (laughs) they, them wrote, (laughs) I would like to hear more about shopping cart etiquette. I know Rick's stance, and I don't like it one bit. (laughs) So I saw that, and I wanted, what is your stance on shopping? Shopping cart etiquette. Because it could be a number of things. It could be the shopping carts in the parking lot. It could be the shop as you shop in the store. So what is... What is your stance? Yeah, well, I, I, it's kind of fluid. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of um, like your gender. Yes, <laughs> it's. <laughs> I feel like uh, it's situational, mm-hmm. but let's just take your standard. Uh, let's see, uh, the shopping I do primarily is grocery shopping. Right. Okay, so every week I do that. I need a shopping cart. I need to go to my car with it. What do I do with the shopping cart after I'm done loading up the trunk of my car? Well, I used to just leave it in between two shopping carts, uh, mm-hmm. two parking spots. Yep. Not in the middle of a parking spot, not egregiously in the lane where people have to drive around it. I didn't just leave it on the sidewalk on its side. I would thoughtfully put it between two spots mm-hmm. uh, in situations where the grocery store has a shopping cart corraler. Yep. You know, the guy that walks around with the... 
with the uh, fluorescent uh, reflective vest. Right, right, like their air traffic control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what I'm doing is I'm providing job security. Mm -hmm. You need a job. Here you go. Also, thank you for the convenience. Little value add to the $350 weekly grocery bill I just (laughs) dropped off at the front desk a little while ago. I feel like, you know, when you pay excess of 350 bucks, leaving a thing behind is okay. Gotcha. Now, there's other times where I go to a grocery store and they take away the person, they downsize. Like, we don't need that person anymore, but we're going to put a... They're all trending to having you actually work at the grocery store. (laughs) Self-checkout. Self-checkout, put your own grocery Mm -hmm. cart away. Not just there or there, but here in this corral, 19 spaces down, right? Uh, or or some places are like, or you can just wheel it back up to the entrance of the store. Yep. What I try to do is find somebody that's going to the store, and I'm like, hey, this one's all warmed up, <laughs> all tuned up. You ready to go? And they're like, thank you. I'm like, good. It's off my hands. Because I'm, I'm a big believer in outsourcing. Yes. So Cassidy takes exception with your shopping carts. I think Cassidy took exception with the, the original. Gotcha. Okay. It's evolved. So now it's situational. But I used to always just leave it in the mm-hmm. parking lot. So I will only leave it in the parking lot if it's really crappy weather and I don't want to, you know, run back and return it, mm-hmm. which I guess is just me being vain or lazy or whatever. Yeah. Um, when Avery and Brady were little, when they were babies and I would take them shopping with me, I would always leave it too because I'm not going to put my toddlers in a car and then walk away and return the shopping cart and come back, you know? Yep. So, but now I generally will return the cart. I wouldn't mind paying an extra $2 on that $350 shopping cart bill to employ a person Mm -hmm. that goes out and says, hi, sir, I can take that for you. It's just a nice value add. It's a service. It would be such an incremental cost. These cost cutting things they're doing. Thanks, Cassidy. (laughs) Next one. Okay. How about... Uh, ooh, my grievance is that episodes one to three are not on Spotify. Hmm. Mm, that's neat. I would suggest not listening to those earlier episodes. <laughs> We've evolved. Yeah. If you think that we're still trying to figure things out now, whoa, go back two and a half years. Uh, let's see. Um, bah, 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 bah. This whole barista spit in the cop's coffee. At Starbucks issue. She clearly was sniffing the cup. I was a trainer at that exact Starbucks for years. We were literally told to sniff a cup if we weren't sure the flavor had been added. So I want to hear your opinions about it, if you have any. Well, of course we have opinions. That's what we are. (laughs) Right. Big, giant bundles of opinion. Uh, I'm pretty pissed that she's dealing with all of this, to say the very least. Uh, least. Anyway... See ya. Okay. So that is from Robin. Again, Robin. Is that a guy or a girl? Could be either. Well, they, them wrote to us, and we're going to get back to them. So here's... Should we give some context around what this controversy is? Are you familiar with it? Somewhat, but I feel like you're probably a little bit more familiar if you want to... Okay. So the Starbucks that I always go to, right? You go to Mm -hmm. in Medfield, um, has a barista in there that was accused of spitting in a police officer's coffee. The police officer contacted the from a different town passing through. Got in touch with our local police department. The detective says, hey, we need to see your video footage, your your, your security cam footage. They examined it. They're like, yeah, we're going to pursue charges. This looks worthy of going to court. It's a felony, court. correct? Yeah, yes, it's a felony. She's mm-hmm. brought up on a felony and two misdemeanors. So and she's being arraigned 
um, this month in Dedham District Court. Uh, I saw the video because now it's on it's on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and uh, she goes up to it, and you know, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like, you know what when people have asked me. Well, what do you think? You saw the video? Did she spit in it? And I'm like, you know what? I did not see spit leave her mouth and mm-hmm. go into the cup. Yep. If I did, I would have been absolutely that is a spit. Like we saw it, but what I'm seeing is a motion, body motion, going up. Mm-hmm. And does it look like? She's sniffing the cup. Yes. Does it look like she's spitting in the cup? Sure. There's so a if you're on a jury, yeah, you can't prove beyond a reasonable doubt. You're you're saying based on what you've saw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But add to what this, I did not know, and I just learned in this email from this former employee. They're trained to. Hey, did I put that that syrup that mm-hmm. caramel in right. it yet? I don't know. Let me just give it a quick sniff. Um. So if that's Procedure, I have two thoughts on it. One, okay, that helps the employee's defense. Yes. And two, you need to change your procedure because <laughs> I do not want anyone's nose know, near, near my, my co- goddamn coffee. Seriously, not a sommelier. Like, just <laughs> yeah. get it out. Right, exactly. Good, good analogy. Good analogy. We're not, does this thing have a bouquet right. that needs to be just right? If yeah. you're unsure, just toss it and make another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're paying six bucks right. for the damn thing. Exactly. You should just be giving us two anyway. Mm. Did you see the video? I did not see the video. I read the story. Um, but that's interesting that you saw the video and you, you couldn't discern whether or not there was actual spit yeah. leaving your mouth. So let's, let's you know, everyone's presumed innocent until proven guilty. So let's, mm-hmm. for the sake of argument, say, uh, oh, she was, in fact, just sniffing the cup. Yeah. So now this girl's life is forever changed by this these charges, whether she's found not guilty or not. Anytime someone Googles her name, this story is going to come up and haunt her forever, yeah, which her is a real is shame a, if, yeah. you know, in fact, she is, Innocent. What I will say, and I'll push back a little bit on what you said, like her life is ruined. Well, I'm, I'm not pushing back on, on the fact that her life is ruined. I think I'm going to borrow what you said mm-hmm. to add to a decision I think should have been made from management, which was move her. Yeah. <laughs> Why is she still working there? Yeah. Every day she come, we come in and we see her. People see her now that the video is out and her name is out. And you're a manager that is going to just, you don't know. You don't know if mm-hmm. she did or didn't do it. Let the law, let the courts play this out. But have her transferred. Either fire yes, her. Yeah. Say, hey, look, it's getting too hot in here. Yep. Or, hey, I want to defend you because you just followed protocol and this officer, I believe you. If that's the case, then don't be so adamant about it and then put her in the front of the store. Be like, I don't care what, you know, move her to a different store. Right. Like yes. Just transfer I think her. Transferring her. her. Yeah. I mean, again, that just seems like a dumb missed opportunity for management. Yes. Yeah. And I don't. I don't. You know. Again, she's innocent until proven guilty. So I don't think she should be fired and lose her livelihood per se. But I agree with you that having her in the same store where this incident allegedly occurred is not smart. Yep. Okay. So here's one. They just wanted to say hi. Basically, um, love this. Uh, love your theme song. I'm literally 20 seconds in and so fucking giddy to spend my day <laughs> listening to this podcast. Aw, I love that. That is great. And and they uh, mentioned, um, how many years have you been doing this? And I'm just finding out now. So, 
I guess we need to we're do a some hidden gem. <laughs> so, yeah. but we don't want to be anyone's best kept secret. So please, yeah. listeners, yes. share if you like what you hear. Tell people. That's right, <laughs> and you can send them to our website where. They can stream us and they can learn a little bit about us and they mm-hmm. can send in their grievances like these three people did at smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Okay, Liz. Yes. Product of the week. Here's yes. another, because we're trying hard, right? Mm-hmm. In 2023, in a new year, we're going to really stick to these yep. uh, this idea that we come up with bits, we come up with ideas, we should come back to them and have some yes. familiarity for the scuttlebuds. And something we've touched on in the past is this idea that we'll, if we see a product out there mm-hmm. and it's worthy of note, it stands out, right? We uh, will we'll highlight it in yes. our segment called Product of the Week. <laughs> yes, and I have, so if anybody has visited our website and read my bio, you will know that one of my favorite things in the world is 90s gangster rap. Um, Can I and, stop you right there? Yes. Because this is worth talking about. Oh, yeah, sure. Who's your favorite? I mean, it's so hard to pick. Is it really? Tr- like, I feel like one stands out from all the others. NWA. You? Yes, I was going to say NWA Easy for e, sure. Yes. Dr. Dre. And, you, and then you can go down this whole rabbit Ice hole Cube. of then, you know, Ice Cube leaves. He starts his solo career. He goes to West Side Connection. Like, I mean, it's all, <laughs> it's just, I mean, I could put on a master class if you really want to go down the rabbit hole. Um, but as you know, Google is obviously painfully aware of my love of gangster rap because I was served up uh-huh. an ad Ooh. for something called Stoop Elf. Stoop Elf. Yes, which is a takeoff, I think, on the garden gnome. Mm-hmm. But these are garden homies, gangster <laughs> rapper sculpture, garden homies. And you could choose from Easy E, Biggie, Tupac, Ice Cube, or Snoop. So Unfortunately, most of those names are deceased, mm-hmm. but my favorite was the um, Easy e one. He's got a black baseball hat on that says Compton. He's wearing his signature black sunglasses and fingerless gloves. Um, the Tupac one, let me get down to the description because these are also handmade and hand-painted. So, for example, Tupac has the hand-painted Thug Life tattoo yeah. across his stomach. <laughs> so, yeah, they're adorable. Look at Rick. Oh, that's Aren't they awesome. Cute? That is awesome. <laughs> and I think, you know, a conversation piece for your next garden party. Those, so, are, those yep. are cool. StoopElf.com if you're interested, listeners. <laughs> that's the second product drop that we, uh, promotion that we've. we've oh, yes. Zycam. <gasps> Zycam and, and StoopElf. <laughs> I think those are cool. Yes, me too. Commercial time. Let's do that. Let's go hit the commercials. And when we come back, we're going to do a la David Letterman. We're going to do some top tens. It's a new year. And we were talking about what do we want to talk about. I think we're going to set the table. Right. And and just kind of raise the bar in some areas. Agreed. And we'll we'll do that through the medium of top ten lists. Mm -hmm. Agreed. All right. Stay with us. It's winter, not necessarily the time of year you're thinking about landscaping. But what about that big project for next year? Thinking about a swimming pool? Dreaming about the patio you've always wanted? If nothing else, maybe it's time to replace that tripping hazard of a walkway you've got out front that you promised yourself you were going to replace back when you bought your house. Well, I'm going to level with you. Mario did all of those things to my place and more. I speak from experience. These things require planning. You can't just snap your fingers and bam, there's a new pool. No, 
You need to design that patio and pick your materials. Are you going with the blue stone slab, the cobblestone, or my favorite aggregate stone? Think about it and then call Mario's Lawn Care. Shh, listen, do you hear scampering? Do you hear the pitter-patter of little tiny mouse feet scurrying underneath your floorboards and in your walls? That's not good. You need to do something about that, and you have two options. That's it, just two. The first option is to bait and trap a coyote, and then bring that coyote into your house and unleash it until every single rodent is chased out of your house or eaten by that coyote. But that would just take too long. And if that coyote isn't housebroken, which based on personal experience, I'm guessing it's not, you're gonna have quite the mess in your house. The second option, and this is the one I highly recommend, is to look up APC Pest and Termite Control online and have them take care of it. I can promise you their technicians are licensed, insured, and best of all, housebroken. The choice is yours, don't screw it up. All right, we're back, and um, we're going to do some top 10 lists. Liz, this was yeah. your idea. Tell so, us tell us what you have in mind here. So I, I don't know. I was The top 10 list idea came to me just because at the end of 2022, you start seeing, like, top 10 this, top 10 that. And then, you know, I started thinking about the David Letterman top 10 lists. And it was this whole rabbit hole of, of thought because then I was leaving – Brothers Market, our local market, and they have a display of candles, and these candles all have, like, weird names that aren't scents. They're just names, and I was mm-hmm. like, these are really dumb. And so then, <laughs> so then you know, we it kind was, of- I'm sorry, was it a generic- candle company or no, it's, it's one of my favorite companies stonewall kitchen which yeah. i love their products yeah. I, you know use a lot of their products but okay. again their candle names don't make any sense okay so i thought we could you know leverage that into a bit yeah. and i for one had a lot of fun like trying to come up with ways to make this funny yeah um and also you know again paying homage to david letterman who was famous for his top 10 lists and i try actually tried to google how many top 10 lists david letterman had over the course of his career i couldn't find it i've got three top 10 list books upstairs oh you do i was a david letterman fan from uh junior high school Mm -hmm. right through college um i loved them so much that um I mean, he's kind of a role model for me as mm-hmm. far as like stand up and doing things. I got to go see the show at one no point. Way. Freshman, can I tell you something? I a horrible person story, real quick. Sure. Freshman year, I got basically two floors of our dorm, the third and fourth floor, just getting into David Letterman, and I said, "Hey, my my uncle tried to get me tickets down in New York City. He went to the box office, and they said that you need to send in a postcard requesting tickets, and we'll only give out two." So with that information, a bunch of us wrote little postcards mm-hmm. and sent them in, literally all together on the same day. Like, let's do this. I think we were doing it while watching it once. Well, two weeks later, everyone got a rejection letter except for me. I got my two tickets. No way. Yeah. Now, this is where the story goes south a little bit, <laughs> but stay with me because it does have a good ending. My postcard said, to whom it may concern, my doctor says I have less than one year to live. <laughs> Suggests I start doing things I really love. I want to go to the Big Apple and see David Letterman. Sincerely, Rick Fink. Oh, my God. Got my tickets. I got the tickets. 
and I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I thought none of us are getting tickets. Right. It's just a fun thing. And I was just kind of like, hey, look at my look at what I wrote. You know, like, isn't that an asshole mm-hmm. move? And then I got my tickets. Wow. I was like, fuck. I got these tickets. And then I started thinking, did I take tickets away from somebody? Right. Who, who is who legitimately might, dying. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure they. this is not an unfamiliar request, right. right? And I started, this thought started percolating. So I started thinking, okay, who do I know that's dying? Who do I know that's dying? <laughs> I know who I'll call. My friend John Larson, he's got cancer. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's like your make-a-wish kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and I say this jokingly, like it, there's nothing funny about cancer. But John, a very good friend of mine, would miss 10, 20 days of school at a time back in high school because of this cancer. And he still had it in freshman year of college. And that was hard for me because I I had never dealt with death. And I'm seeing it on the doorstep of one of my really, really, really good friends. So I just had that eureka moment. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I will absolve myself and I will take my buddy John, Mm -hmm. who has been in Dana-Farber for way too many, many times for too long. So I called him up and I said, John, we're going to go to see David Letterman in like four days. He's like, well, shut up. I'm like, no, 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 seriously. We're going. It says right here, May 8th, 1995. We're going. And uh, you're going to drive because you you have the car. (laughs) But I'm going to get the hotel room and we're going to do this. It's going to be awesome. And he and I, back in... Back in the day, David Letterman's studio, the Ed Sullivan Theater, was known for being set at 55 degrees, keeping it cold Mm -hmm. to keep the audience alert. That was the thing. And David would always make jokes about that. So he and I, John and I, we dressed up. We wanted to, oh, a lot of times they do shots of the audience. Mm -hmm. So John and I were like, we're going to get on TV. We're going to dress up like northeastern redneck hillbilly like flannel shirt wearing you know we had big furry hats like we thought we got we didn't but we were warm in there yep but anyway jimmy smith's was on the show he was oh the my guest god yeah. was that nypd blue days yep. or yep. yes yep. oh my gosh nypd blue uh they did a contest where they uh they they called two people up and mm-hmm. they sent them on a european trip they were already on a vacation to new york and they're like no you're going to europe no now. way yeah. oh my god that's awesome who knows what happens behind like hey right. buddy we wanted to be in new york we're from europe like right you know, right right who knows but on the show it was very like oh you are god. going on this trip we'll see you later that's and they, so cool yeah I, I, fun. I bought my t-shirt from uh mujibur and sarah jules um store oh yeah and I got served a beer at Joji's Pizza. Oh my we were gosh! We're only nineteen years old with fake IDs, mm, of course. But yeah. um, but That's I met awesome. those those outside celebrities. Remember, you yes. picked the camera crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, what a cool memory! All right, so where's John Larson now? He is in Arizona. Oh, good. Yep, and I went backpacking with him in Yosemite with a bear. <laughs> <laughs> a freaking bear. Oh, my God. A big-ass bear. He's was like, the- I survived cancer just to be taken out by a bear. Yeah. The thing was, I had my camera out. I'm like, I'm going to get a great shot of mm-hmm. this bear. And I, he was like, the bear was like 20 yards or 30 oh yards to our right, very close. And he's walking parallel with us on a trail. But up ahead was a huge boulder. And I thought, when I, I'm going to walk a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get over to that boulder. And I'm going to set up my shot and just wait for the bear to walk mm-hmm. into the shot. Well, I get over to the bear, uh, to the boulder. I climb up the boulder. I'm elbows propped up on my elbows, holding the camera, and I'm like, "Where's that bear?" All of a sudden, literally five feet away from me, one paw comes up on top, <gasps> the other paw, <gasps> and this head. He was doing the same thing. He's <laughs> oh like, God. "I'm gonna get up there. I'm gonna see what these guys are about." <laughs> and we were face to face, me and a bear, five. Shit. Freaking feet. And John was just standing there, like he did not give a shit. He was laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> It's a bear. Oh, my God. How big were those paws? 
pretty big. It, yeah. it was a, it was a 400, 500 Jesus. pound black bear. Oh my god! But the thing is, the black bears out there look like grizzly bears because they're blonde or brown. Oh! But knowing that it's not a grizzly bear, I wasn't necessarily concerned. Okay. Okay. Well, you obviously made it back. Yeah. John's doing well in Arizona. Yes, I'm glad he is. to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> anyway, that was a tangent. Right. I don't know. Right. All right. Circling All right. back. <laughs> is that okay? Did that, did that work out? Is that? I think it did. Okay. All right. Yes. Then let's do our top tens. All right. So. Top 10 candle scents we don't need. We both did this together. So we we'll did, yes. So we're going to go back and forth. Do you want to start? No, you can go ahead. All right. All right. All right. So number 10, Endless Weekend. Smells like, oh, wait, only people in their 20s can smell this. Because <laughs> I don't know what an Endless Weekend is anymore. No, I didn't even. <laughs> okay. Number nine, Leaf Blower Bouquet. Breathe in the eclectic blend of pollen and driveway-sourced particulates with an overstated hint of two-cycle engine exhaust. You can almost feel the 170-mile-per-hour breeze in your face. (laughs) Number eight, Lake House. Smells like flesh-eating bacteria and kids complaining about the lack of Wi-Fi. I will never swim in a lake. Fucking disgusting. Yeah, there's things in it. Yes! I mean, I know there's things in the ocean, but... At least it's moving. Yeah. (laughs) Morning walk surprises. Treat yourself to the refreshing blend of lavender-scented bags filled with organic golden doodle byproducts, like the ones thoughtfully placed on your sidewalk. Let the disregard for the neighborhood soak in and start your day with an entitled mindset. (laughs) (laughs) Number six, gingham. Smells like your uptight sister-in-law whose holiday cards feature a picture-perfect family frolicking in matching white shirts and khakis on a beach in Chatham. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How many of those do we have in our house right All now? right. Yenta whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Free your mind and spirit with unconstrained conversations. Feel the invigoration of ostracizing Jennifer down the street for that thing she did the other day that you are not okay with. Building alliances has never felt or never smelled so liberating. (laughs) Number four, cashmere. Smells like your pretentious brother-in-law who gets drunk on expensive whiskey and loves to talk about how he's killing it in the market all while he's staring at your boobs. Uh, is this someone you know? No, I, for the record, these do. I love my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and they do not represent these people. Okay, because that sounded a little close to home. All right, next one. Carpool Commander. This one I thought was more mm. for like, you know, making someone feel like they're in, they're in control. Simulate the aromas of your tranquil transports with the fusion of melted car seat M&Ms and teenage (laughs) funk. You can almost feel the sticky services while being told to replay that Lizzo song again. (laughs) (laughs) That is my car. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're not the teenage funk part. That's That's my car. That's your car. But but I have M&Ms in the creases and stitching Mm -hmm. of a leather seat. I have lollipop sticks. Oh, yeah, that yes. one. Yeah. Which is disgusting. Mm-hmm. All right, number two, Sandy Beach. Smells like torrential downpours that ruined your annual vacation to Cape Cod with a hint of burnt money because you may as well have just lit four grand on fire. <laughs> Clever. I like that. <laughs> All right, bring it home, Rick. Number one. Feminine empowerment. Ooh. Feel the warmth and energy emanating from the all-knowing, brow-beating moms on the PTO. <laughs> Imagine a world where Michelle and Jessica include you in their plan toward world domination. 
<laughs> Fabulous. This is fun. Let's I know. Do some more. I had a lot of fun doing this. Okay, let's do some more. This one's called Top 10 Things I Love About Small Town Moms. <laughs> I can't wait. And you're a small town mom, so I tell am. me. So tell me what you think. Jump in and critique anytime. Sure. Okay. They have the power of telepathic communication, mind reading, and syncing up their menzies. <laughs> Very true. Say, it's, and we, it's funny because it's funny because it's true. When we all have PMS at the same time, Medfield yeah. is a dangerous place. <laughs> it is truly. Totally, oh shit! It's the twenty seventh. Run! Go to the Cape House. <laughs> They go above and beyond with policing our society through the town Facebook group. Like this actual post. This came out last week. I know that grocery grocery I know that grocery stores are particularly busy this week, but could people stop using the drive and go spots at Shaw's as regular parking spots? Please and thank you. Now, I like to bring that one up because I just went on this crusade about I'm a hero because I right. took the energy efficient spot and said <laughs> my car's good here too. <laughs> Stop being prejudiced. Okay, number three. They can maneuver an oversized four-ton luxury SUV like an armor, crewman, commandeers, and M1 Abrams battle tank through Baghdad, all while applying makeup, digging through their purse, and ordering coffee on their phone. I mean, it's a gift. It really is. <laughs> you do that. I, I look at these people, like, driving by, and I'm like, they are not even looking at the no. Ooh. I know. How do they do it? My How husband do do says it? the worst drivers in town are moms. They are. <laughs> He's like, they're worse than teenage kids. Yeah. I feel like you guys have some sense of like uh, invincibility with the size of the car. Like the bigger the vehicle, yes. the more dangerous it is because of mass, velocity, mm -hmm. right? It's speed. Right. And then here you are, nose mm -hmm. on a phone, fiddling with the radio. Right. Putting on blush. <laughs> When I need a scented candle, jewelry, or Tupperware, I can always count on more than a few of you guys having a multi-level <laughs> marketing side hustle to accommodate my order. <laughs> Love a good Ponzi scheme. <laughs> what is it? Everyone's got this. You want to come over and buy some? No. I no, I don't. No. Number five. They give the impression they're committed to self-care as it appears they are always going to or coming from a yoga class. <laughs> what are you wearing for pants right now? Uh, I'm wearing coated leggings. Okay. <laughs> Not yoga pants. Mm -mm. Okay. Uh, number six. When I need help looking for something at a big box store, I don't need to find an employee. I just need to find you. <laughs> we do have all the answers. It's like where? I, I do it. I'm, yep. I'll see a lady that seems to be a regular. Like, they just have this aura. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hi, I'm looking for uh, jock straps. Oh, yeah, yeah. right there. Channel <laughs> nine, aisle seven, second row on the back on yep. the left, right next to the mm -hmm. basketballs. Uh, number seven, our kids would all be dead from dehydration if it wasn't for your strict carry a water bottle on you at all times policy. Yeah, so when we were growing up, we didn't even own water bottles, I don't think. Called Never garden mind. Hose. Garden have, hose. Yeah, have them like literally strapped to us, you know, at all times. Are you one of those moms? I mean, I pack it for the kids for school, mm -hmm. um, but they usually come home full. Yeah. So, but if like one of my kids is going to someone's house for a play date, I don't send them with a water bottle. Okay. But I've had plenty of kids come to my house with water bottles. You have not. Yeah. That's an, you know what? I put them on a list. Do not let in. <laughs> But if any any listeners have children that 
have come to my home or will come to my home, I have water. You do? And I'm, I'm happy to give it out for free to your child. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you have modern plumbing at we your do. house? Yes. Wow. It's filtered. You... I have ice cubes. If, you're, if your child would like it cold, I'm happy to serve it, you know, whatever temperature they prefer. My goodness, you must live in the United States. I know. It's everywhere. First world problems. Yeah. I like to do this with the scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt, wherever you are right now listening to this, true or false, you are within 50 feet of a water source right now. If you're in a car, that doesn't count. You're one exit away. Mm-hmm. Yep. You all just said, oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes, he's right. <laughs> Yet we carry these water bottles. Number eight, whenever I'm feeling down, I can always count on a pick-me-up by reading the inspiring quotes embroidered on your couch pillows. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. <laughs> fucking hate those things. So do I. Someone gave us, when we moved into our house, which was a million years ago, mm-hmm. someone gave us like a live, laugh, love type of sign for our house. And yeah. like, we are so not the live, laugh, love family, you yeah. know, like yeah. we're, we, or at least we're not going to display it. You know what I mean? And so yeah. it sat in our basement forever until I was invited to like a Yankee swap type of thing. And some poor bastard got sent home with that. <laughs> that is what they are for. Yes. And it, it's just the gift that keeps on giving yep. just to someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took this picture of, of a sign. I was at a store. I had to get something. Uh, and I just laughed. This is, and I sent it to my wife and I told her I bought it. Every love story is beautiful, but ours is my favorite. And Ew. she's like, yeah. And what she she pointed out is um, the words you want to accentuate are always in some kind of cursive script. Yes, or in slightly larger or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't want to criticize any scuttlebuds that might have this stuff in their house, but I want to make them feel empowered to do better. Yes. Uh if this is you out there listening, going, "Oh my God, I do have it. Like, I do. I kind of like it." No, you, you, you were told to like it. Yes, you, you were just, you got complacent, and society sort of handed it to you mm-hmm. and said, "This looks nice," and you said, "Okay, thank you." It's lazy interior decorating. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> is. Get some taste. You, yeah. you, you, you listen to the music you want. You put the clothes on you want. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's. Let's do better. I don't need to go into a kitchen and see a sign on the kitchen wall that says kitchen. (laughs) You know? The stove gave it away. (laughs) (laughs) All right. They are willing, number nine, they are willing to defend to the death what they care most about, protecting their PTO oligarchy. (laughs) You ever try to bust into that thing? Zero desire. Uh, Zero desire. Yeah, I just feel like Getting involved and they circle the wagons real quick. Yeah, yeah, that's a tight knit group mm-hmm. that I don't want to infiltrate. And the last one, you're the only ones who have the patience to fill out all those school forms in a timely manner. Seriously, thank you. Yes, yes, thank you for acknowledging that. Yeah, it is. It's honestly when my wife does that stuff, uh, I'm hearing about it for the first time when it's done. Done. Like, I just yeah. got all that stuff. I'm like. You're a saint. Not only did you do it, but you didn't even grumble or bitch about it or try to push it on me mm-hmm. or, I mean, because that's just what makes her the best Partner. small town yeah. mom mm-hmm. and she's exempt from pretty much all of this, yeah. list, right? <laughs> if you're a small town mom and you laughed at that list, you're good. You're in check. If you if you had three or more that you were offended by, you need to do better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you need to keep listening to this podcast because right. we're going to help get you there. Yes. That's what we're going to do. We're going to hang out together in 2023. We're going to get that goddamn pillow off your couch. <laughs> we're going to we're going to convince you that the PTO is really not that big of a thing, right? right? 
We'll get you some new pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yoga pants are, there's other options. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay, All Liz, right. you so got one. So over to me. So mine is Liz's top 10 pet peeves about people. I love it. So positive. <laughs> well, and I was, I was, as I was writing this, I was like, I come off really petty. Uh-huh. So my pet peeves about people are petty. <laughs> so. You say petty. I say um, transparent and real. Mm. Okay. Yes. So, well, you know. Feel free to judge, but oh, I will. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Number ten: people who drive slow, yeah, like under the speed limit. What are you doing? Get out of my way. Cross the table, bump it. Yep. yep. Um, I honked at somebody the other day. I'm not a honker. I, mm-hmm. I feel like that's very aggressive. No one. You, you brought everybody within 500 feet into some inconvenience of noise pollution, yep. and it just it says more about the honker. I drove behind somebody in a 35 doing 28 for about <gasps> three miles. Came to a red light. Light turned green. After a three count, I'm like, and we're done yes. here. Go out of my life. Yep. Yes. The slow driver. I just, I can't take it. The, um, only, the only time I make an exception is if it, it's a, a student Student driver, driver. yes. Yep. Yes. Which, and I appreciate them advertising them as a student driver because if they weren't, I'd be tailgating the shit out of them <laughs> until they pulled over. <laughs> Mr. La, Mr. Liberty, my, my driver's ed teacher, always said, why go 30 when 25 is safer? And I'm like, what? yeah. No, it's that's not true, though. If you're going less than what the speed limit is saying, you're not being safer. Liz, that's stupid. It's, it's a limit. Oh, my God. Well, I like to push the limits. Yeah, me too. So, like number to nine, people who walk slow. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not talking about people who physically cannot. I'm talking about the clueless meanderer. They're just in the middle of an aisle. La-di-da-di-da. The whole world can go around me. Mm-hmm. Just, Move the fuck over. Yep. Unless you're on vacation and you're also a tourist with other mm-hmm. tourists, then I'm 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 probably slowing it down too. But like if you go into Boston, yes. Newbury Street in July, you know where you want to go. These idiots from Austria are kinda meandering. I'm like, that's cool. I get it. You're taking it in. This is this is pretty wild stuff for you. Mm-hmm. But do it on the side of the sidewalk. Yes. Exactly. The worst is when people uh, walk slow and then the doors open at a box store and then they stop, stop. right there. To decide straight left or right. Right. Move in a little bit more yes, before you figure this out. Just scooch over to one side and, you know, yep. figure out where you want to go. Yeah. These are these are good. These are not petty lists. Okay. Number eight. You might be sensing a theme here. Mm-hmm. People who talk slow. <laughs> and I know, I, you know, on the East Coast, we tend to talk faster. I've been accused of talking too fast, you know, and I try when I give presentations at work to, like, be very mindful of slowing my speech down. I'm, like, I'm more talking about someone... Just collecting their thoughts as they are trying to tell you a story. Like, don't, like, and my husband does this and it drives me bonkers. And I'll just say to him, collect your thoughts and then start speaking. Because I'm super impatient. I say that so. to my son, Charlie. My my mm-hmm. eight-year-old son. Hey, daddy. And I'm like, what's up? And then he tries to tell me about his favorite basketball player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yep. But we're not getting there right <laughs> any timely fashion so i say yeah. hey but you need to get the thought collected in your mm-hmm. head first because you will lose people people yes. will stop caring yes so that's yeah that's yep. where i'm coming yep. from yep yep all right number seven people who don't know the difference between there there and there <laughs> yeah i i agree with you on yeah that. it's basic English, which goes along with my number six, people who don't know the difference between your and your. Yeah. Like, yeah. as adults, we should all, 
And I've definitely made the mistake, as you said, like if you're just texting really quickly, I will misuse your or your. Mm -hmm. But I would think 98% of the time I get it right. All right, number five, people who post cryptic things on social media just to get attention. Oh, the worst. The mm -hmm. worst. You should save that for number one. I know. That is the yeah. bane of Leslie's existence. It's somebody that's just like, oh, what, are you okay? S sent you a PM. Right. Oh, that's another one. Sent yes. you a PM. I didn't need to know you did that. And they already know that because right. they got it, you fucking You got the moron. notification. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. yes. And I, I see less of it, like, with our generation of the, you know, cryptic posts. But it's just... What do you, you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and then, like, if you're legitimately having a bad day or a tough time, I feel terrible. But I'm sure there's people in your life, like, your in-real-life friends, tangible friends, that you could reach out to, just text, be like, hey, do you have a minute to chat? Yep. Versus the odd cryptic post on Facebook. You know who else is bad is the person that responds to it. That's the insider that knows what's yes. going on. And they're like, oh, honey, you You'll got this. You'll get through this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The toxic positivity and yeah. Yeah. So number four. Toxic positivity. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. What an oxymoron, but right. it makes sense. But it's, it's so true. It's yeah. like people were like toxic positivity is people who are like good vibes only all the time. And it's like, yeah. shut up. Everyone has a bad day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we need to address this bullshit. Yes. Yeah. So number four, people who knowingly take up more than one space in a parking lot. Oh yeah. You're a jerk. You're a selfish jerk. Especially with all the technology we have now. Yes. Remember the, the old days right. you'd have to put your arm around the back yes. of the passenger seat, <laughs> look over your right shoulder mm -hmm. and bring it back. Now you just look at the TV monitor yeah. on your thing and there's arrows and lines and beeps. And mm -hmm. if you're not nailing it, yeah, you're. I back in. I back in. Do you back in? I don't. I always back I in. I don't. I am a backer inner. Mm. It's safer too, by the way. Yeah, I could see that. So then you don't have to back out. Yeah. 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 Because because when you're trying to park, you're backing in, you're you're being very methodical. You're paying yes. attention to it. Yep. You're aware of all your surroundings. And when you leave, you just go. Just go. You yeah, just go. I could see how that's safer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, number three: people who are clueless in the grocery store. You know, just is again, that, is that all of us at some point? And isn't it the uh, grocery store's fault? No, I think it's myself. people. I think that. If you are just, again, meandering about in the center aisle and you know someone's behind you and you just you stop and now I can't get around you or you're standing. This happens to me all the time. Mm -hmm. Like someone will be standing, let's say, like in the meat display at Brothers and they're just perusing the meats. And I'm like, I just need to get chicken breast. I just need to get the chicken breast. But I can't get in there because they're perusing <laughs> all the different cuts of chicken available to them. And I'm like, and again... As evidenced by my first three pet peeves, I'm very impatient. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I just, I want to get my chicken and go. Uh, number two, people who send emails without subject lines. I need to know why you're sending me this email before I open it. Okay. It drives, and you know why it drives me crazy? Because now you're forcing me to open the email so I know what it sa said when mm -hmm. it might not be something that needs to be urgently responded to. Also, my CMO, so my boss's boss is famous for doing that. And so I was like, shit, I'm in trouble. Or like, you know, it like makes me nervous mm -hmm. that, you know, something bad is happening. Yeah. It's never the case. Well, it's better but... than see me. Or right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I don't like the no subject line emails. Number one, and my husband says I'm a bad person for this, but people who whistle out loud in public. Hey. <laughs> I know. 
He said, people who whistle are happy. Yeah. He said, you hate happy people. I said, I don't hate happy people. I just don't want to hear them. <laughs> you are into music, too. Like, yeah, should... you no, know, whistling isn't music. What do you... Yes, it is. Come on. No. Yeah. It's, it's not. It could, you know what? You got a good whistler. Sometimes I'm like, this guy can whistle. Like, it's usually an old man with a beard. <laughs> He's just I just don't want to hear it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, you're violating my space with okay. that noise. That's interesting. I know. And Dan says I'm a terrible person for that. Well, I, 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 I would never be upset with a person just exuding some happiness. And, and I know. That's what he said. <laughs> like, we need more of that in life. I mean, I agree we need more happy people, but I don't need to hear you're happy. Just be happy. <laughs> don't well, be about, a dick. <laughs> oh, that's so bliss. You know what? I love that you're <laughs> leaning into it. it. This is your opinion. Yes. You're entitled to your opinion. I know. Hey, listeners, if you think I'm a monster now after hearing my top 10 list, I, that's totally fine. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. I like a good laugh, hearing a good laugh. Unless yes. it's, it's an annoying laugh, like, hey, mm -hmm. I don't care about anyone else. I'm like, hey, we're in a restaurant and there's white tablecloths. Right. So right. Know, know where you are. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, a good laugh, I'll, you know, from an aisle over or something yes. or at a bus stop, I'll, I'm like, I'm not even in that conversation, but they look like they're having a great time. Mm -hmm. I love that. That is kind of nice. It, it It's contagious. It kind of. Yes. Infectious. You know? Yeah. 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 I agree. I don't feel that way about whistling, though. <laughs> I mean, so if you heard a good whistler, would you like jump on in and be like, let's do a duet of. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. But I do whistle. I do whistle out loud. I am that do guy. You? Yeah, sometimes. Oh. Yep. yep. All right, just be aware of your surroundings. <laughs> I do it a lot, like when I'm working with wood or building mm -hmm. something and I'm thinking. I'm in the thinking yep. mode and my brain's like, hmm, what are we doing here? I'll go. But that's like in the privacy of your own home. Yep. So yep. I feel like that's acceptable. Yep. A lot of this stuff applies to grocery stores. I don't think you're. I don't think you should go grocery store. I think you should have the guy with the ankle monitor continue to deliver your groceries for you. Well, because I go to the market every day almost. So oh, maybe that's why. Hits, no, well, I usually I like to decide what I'm making for dinner like that day, mm -hmm. and then I go get what I need to make for dinner. So I think that's probably why most of my issues are with the grocery store because I spend an exorbitant amount of time. In them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I do want to ask you one question about the mm -hmm. grocery store, and then I'll let you, uh, I'll hand it over to you, and you can close up sure. the show. How do you feel about the husband-wife shopping tandem at the grocery store? It's a complete waste of time. Two thumbs down, right? Yes. You don't need two people to execute a task that only requires one person. No, and I think your marriage will do a lot better mm -hmm. if you learn to separate a little bit from time to time. Yes. Like, stop being up each other's ass. Mm hmm I see it with really old people, and I'm like, okay, they got one card. They want to get out of yeah, the house. that's cute. That's mm -hmm. okay. But I'm talking like the 37-year-old. No. The 45-year-old. It's know? unnecessary. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And the wife is always bossing the guy around. The guy looks like the biggest little bitch <laughs> I've ever seen. I'm like, dude, <laughs> dude, let's go back to number 10. You should hear, where are my pants? Like, right. where are your <laughs> pants? Right? You need to put them on, buddy. <laughs> you need to find the mason jar she put them in and yes. go find them. And Seriously. Strap a pair on, buddy. <laughs> Does she give you back your balls to let you stroll down the cereal aisle? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you get to pick your own cereal? <laughs> that one has too much sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you need to watch your cholesterol. <laughs> this isn't going to do. Do we have a coupon for that? <laughs> All right, why don't you get us out of here? All right. 
Thank you, as always, Scuttlebuds, for listening. Uh, be sure to hit us up on smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Click the contact button. Send us your thoughts, grievances, feedback, ideas. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Small Town Scuttlebutt, and our newly launched Twitter account, so which is at ScuttleRebuttal. And as a reminder, we have our live show coming up Thursday, February 2nd, 7 p.m. at the Zulo Gallery. So look for the email promotions, social media promotions. Get your tickets because they won't last. Limited tickets are available. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Delivering a weekly podcast takes time and money. We make the time and we need to make the money too. That's where our sponsors come in. If you like the show, please lend your support to the businesses that support us. Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, APC Pest and Termite Control, Mario's Lawn Care, Royal Pizza, Smear Campaign, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, and Mike Page Studios.